Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome back to Women in Music, the podcast sharing the tales of brilliant minds in music. They all just happen to be women. I'm your host, Millie Cotton, and for this week's episode, I spoke with Mae Miller. To date, the 23-year-old artist has amassed over 100 million streams globally. She's also stormed her way through the live world, selling out a headline tour of the UK and earning an adoring worldwide following, who've come to rely on her uncompromising self-expression. Welcome to Women in Music, May. Thank you so much for coming on as a guest. Hey, we're in, we're in, we're in. Thanks, we sorry. <laughs> No, all good. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks. We're just, um, we're shooting for something kind of fun today. So it's nice. I like doing like everything at once. It makes me feel excited. I'm like, yes. I've busy, busy, not busy. interviewed anyone who's on set for ages. Like, <laughs> oh, it's giving me And I hope honesty, you don't mind. Like, <laughs> no, of course not. Like, thank you for, thank you for coming on and yeah, sparing the time. It's fine. I was saying, I just, I love to chat. Like, I just love talking so much. So whenever I'm like, I get to do a podcast, I'm like, yes. This is a perfect place then. So I kick off every podcast with a quick fire round. So what is a, a, a good night out memory of yours? Oh, oh God, I've got too many. Um, a good night out memory of mine is probably, um, I mean, I love like Soho, like me and my friends. That's what we do. We all go to like, that's our sort of playground. But I think... The best memories are like at the end of the night there's an italian place called bar italia and they're literally open 24 hours or like until 5 a.m and at the end of the night you go there and it's probably like three in the morning and you have like an italian panini and it's just like the best feeling ever when you're like a little bit a little bit drunk and it's like oh yeah i'm in my happy place now <laughs> so basically God, I, yeah my I best memories are the that. paninis i have Honestly, it's my best tip. If you're out in Central and you're like, oh, I'm, I need a snack now. I'm hungry. Go to Bar Italia because they do pizza as well and it's the best. Great tip. What was <laughs> the last song that you listened to? The last song that I listened to was, oh my God, it was <laughs> Meet Me Halfway by the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> I love that song. It's such a banger. I, I've made I've made a playlist recently and it's full of like I've called it like throwback bangers and it's all the songs that I listened to when I was growing up and um it's actually been really fun like making it I'm like oh taking a trip down memory lane but um yeah so that was the last song I listened to <laughs> and on that what was the first album you ever owned the first album I ever owned probably like myself as in um probably Florence and the Machine Lungs that was my favorite album for a very, very long time. And I just loved it so much. And um, yeah, that was my first kind of physical like, album that I think I got my mum to buy it for me. <laughs> kind of like begged her to buy it. Because um, she was like one of my favorite artists growing up. And I just listened to it on repeat, like over and over again. I think she's, I say like, she's probably one of my like inspirations and a reason why I got into like writing music. Mm. What was no. the last gig that you went to pre-lockdown? Oh no, can you, can you hear that? <laughs> yeah, it's all right though. Um, so what was the last gig you went to pre-lockdown? 
the last gig that I went to pre-lockdown was actually uh, Mabel and um, me and Zara, who's literally doing my hair right now. Um, we went to go we in Berlin and it was a lot of fun and um, I miss it a lot. <laughs> me too. I can't wait to get back to it. What's the song that you're most looking forward to playing post-lockdown? <gasps> That's such a good question. I mean, I've released so much music um like obviously when we're allowed to play like to play live again i'll literally have like so much but i think dependent is one that i'm really really excited to play um i think work like that as well which is like so like high energy and fun and i can't wait to just sort of like bop about the stage um and also like so much unreleased stuff that i'm like i can just imagine on stage as well it's like i it's like songs that are just made for live Yeah, it's been so weird and you have been putting out loads of music right so how has it been for you um i think obviously it's been very very turbulent you know a lot of ups and a lot of downs but i think it's it's really easy to like obviously complain and a lot we've been a lot has been sort of taken away but i what we've gained is you know i was able to just have time to myself to really just like think about what I wanted to do like what I wanted to say and how I wanted to to do it and I think now um I feel way more in control of my own kind of stuff if that makes sense because I, I've had so much time to really think about how I want to be portrayed and just like what I want to say so that's really really amazing because before you know everyone's living such a like fast-paced life and busy 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 and we're doing stuff all the time so when you're just at home doing nothing it's like oh yeah okay like I'm looking at things a bit differently now so that was really really good but um yeah there's definitely been highs and lows highs and lows yeah definitely and what was it like writing and making music in lockdown um so at first it was really really hard and I hated it and I just avoided writing music <laughs> which was a bit sad because obviously for me like of such a huge part of writing music is like collaborating and being in the room and bouncing off of each other and also just having a good time and like I love to just have like a big long chat before I write a song with somebody because that's how you get like the ideas going like so many of my songs that have been released like it just like the title have come from like conversations that I've had so I guess when you're just like on your own and in you know in your house it's like hard to do that and so I was doing doing the zoom the zoom session for a while um which I really really didn't like at the beginning but now it's like you know it's here to stay for a little bit so I was like you just got to get on board and change your view on it you can't be so scared of it so recently it's got a lot better because I've kind of just like forced myself to like enjoy it um 
but I think there's a way to do it you know I I try and only do zoom sessions with like people that I know already so it's not like a getting to know someone over, over you know FaceTime which is always quite weird um but yeah I think it's just forced me to kind of look back on some past situations and really like delve deep because when you're sitting home with nothing to do it's hard to be inspired so I'm like looking back on past you know past dramas in my life that occurs (laughs) (laughs) digging it up (laughs) you've collaborated with some great producers and other songwriters so how is that and then also who picks who you collaborate with do you pick who you collaborate with for Um, writing it's that's a good question like it's it's kind of a mix obviously um when you're when when I first came into the industry like I didn't I didn't have any connections I didn't really like know what's what so that's great like when you know you kind of get like the label obviously like my label they kind of go oh we think this person would be really great and so they kind of pick who who they think would be really really great for you but then obviously if I have somebody that I really want to work with I can always say oh I'd love to work with this person and then you know we, we kind of make it happen but now it's kind of trial and error like you work with so many people and then the people that like work like you like you work well with it's like okay cool that works that works that works so I'll get in with them with them again and then all of a sudden you kind of have this small like family of people who you know you know you make great music with and which is really nice but you just have to you know you don't you can't get to that point without you know trying trying out lots of different lots of different vibes you know (laughs) You were 19 when you started writing music, right? So how did that happen? Well, I mean, I guess I've, I've always enjoyed writing songs from when I was a kid, but like not, not, but, but not properly though. Like that's true. When I was 19, I wrote my first kind of proper song that I actually like put to a tr- backing track and I put it on SoundCloud. But um, when I was little, I used to write songs, which were just hilarious. I found, I used to keep like loads of diaries and I found a song that I wrote. I must've been like 10. And it was about um, my boyfriend, my imaginary boyfriend that I had at 10 years old, um, that turned into a werewolf overnight. (laughs) 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 I read it and I was like, what the, what was I going through? Like my 10 year old self must've been going through it. I don't know what she was thinking, but um, yeah. So I've always kind of enjoyed it, but I think I was a a little bit late to the party where it just took me a while to get that confidence of like, maybe you should just put this out to the world. So it's not just, you know, you writing songs in your diary and like in your, you know, alone in your room, like maybe people could hear it. Uh, and I'm so happy that I did that, you know, because it's it's always nice to see how your your stuff is, is received. But um, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, when I was 19, I think, yeah. And then after that, what happened? Oh gosh, what did happen? <laughs> it's all a blur now. Um, no, so I put a song on SoundCloud and then, which, and I honestly like wasn't expecting anything from it. I was just kind of doing it just to like do it and see what, what the, you know, what it was like to release music. And I got contacted by like a few different like management companies and like managers. And that's kind of how I got a manager. And then um, I just started to, sort of be put in sessions and but it was like no expectation at this point it was literally I'd never been like in a studio before like I'd never been in a writing session so I had no idea what I was doing um so it was just kind of getting used to that dynamic and as I grew and as I met more people I got more comfortable and then that it it kind of snowballed from there did you ever have a a background in music in the like 
in training with um, kind of like instruments or anything? Did you like play piano no, when you were younger? I'm, in, I'm, a, I'm a basically, I'm one of those like idiot children that I had piano lessons and then I had guitar lessons and I really saw it as, you know, a chore when I was younger, if I'm honest with you. I just didn't, I couldn't find the joy in it because it was like, I just saw it as like a lesson because I didn't choose to like pick it up and learn it myself. So I was like, oh, I don't want to go to piano. Like it's so yeah, boring. Sure. And now I'm older, I'm like, you should have just done the lessons, you <laughs> idiot. Um, so no, I didn't really have any training in that respect because I, I gave it up pretty quickly. But I did a lot of, like, I did like a lot of like creative writing in school and just like, and I think that just kind of, that help that helps you, even though it's slightly different, it does kind of, you know, it kind of gets those, those juices flowing. But no, I didn't, didn't really have any, any training which might have helped thinking about it now <laughs> you drive me fucking crazy you drive me up a wall we argue on the daily you push it and then you pull i try to leave you to it like this is the final straw but when i walk away oh now i don't feel mad no more i can't help it i miss you and i hate it that i miss you when you're gone When you started writing songs, you said you like went to the studio and you didn't know how it worked exactly. So how would you say your songwriting process has changed now or changed since then? Um, it's funny because I still go in to write and I still have no idea what I'm doing. Like I go in, I don't have like, I don't have, oh yeah, I want to, like nine times out of 10, I, I, I don't have like any idea of what I want to write about on that day. I just kind of go in and like see what comes out. Um, but it just depends. It kind of depends who I'm with and how I'm feeling that day. Like, um, sometimes I'll just kind of get on the mic and like just do some like literally just like gibberish and just to get the melodies out. Or sometimes I'll just hear, you know, like I like starting songs on guitar. So I'll get like the producer, whoever I'm working with to just like kind of freestyle on the guitar and I'll, I'll just start writing lyrics like whatever comes to my head first it will kind of mold the song in a way um but it, honestly it's different each day but I, I wish I kind of had this like formula that I that I practice but I don't I'm just like yeah winging winging it as I said <laughs> but I guess it's probably what makes it so authentic right because I feel like your lyrics are so relatable like they oh, really are thank you well I guess it's like you know, I think I've been through enough to kind of, you know, write, like write about. And I think, you know, I, I never really choose, okay, I'm going to write about this situation or how, you know, this happened to me and I'm going to like get, get a song out of it. But I think it just kind of naturally comes out because you do just turn to, you know, how you feel and what, what you've kind of been through, I suppose. But I quite like to turn it's funny because like most of my songs they're very like sassy and like quite high energy and fun but a lot of them actually come from a place of like pain and like these situations that I've gone through like have not been fun for me but instead of um like I kind of I enjoy like turning that energy into something positive and, and and then seeing how that's received and how like you know people sing those lyrics back to me and I, I'm like okay like this is but this is why it's all like worth it and this is why you know you have to go through those things because it's like something so amazing and cool can like come out the other end if you you know if you if you if that if you like if that's what you want so it's nice <laughs> is it ever hard performing songs that have come from a place of pain because I know that you said that like people are singing back to you but 
being on stage and sing it or is it is it just entirely not like that i love it like i literally love it it's my like performing is is my favorite part of you know this whole entire thing because having that you know it may it's it's so great like seeing lyrics being sung back to you which you i didn't i don't like when i release a song i don't know if people are going to relate like i don't know if people are going to like it i don't know so seeing that physically like oh my god okay this is not just about me this is about so many other people and and they're going through the same things like we're literally the same like i'm like them they're like me and we're all like going through this fucking shit together so it's so rewarding like more than anything that is that is the most rewarding thing and it just kind of opens it up and it's like this is really not just like music this is people's lives and you know what people are going through like every day and it's a it's it's a crazy feeling i can't really explain it so um i miss it a lot and i can't wait to to get back get back to singing with everybody (laughs) yeah of course so since you've not been performing you share quite a lot on social media would you say that you have quite a healthy relationship with it or how is your relationship with it i don't know it's it's get it's i think it's getting unhealthier and unhealthier as time goes on um i get i i i I don't know i mean i love it and i hate it at the same time i'm a big big you know i i don't think i'd be here without social media so i'm really thankful for it and i think on on the good days it's amazing but on the bad days it can be really really hard and i think um i'm a person along with so many other people that I, i tend to compare myself a lot and I think social media is literally just like a tool that it hands it to you on a golden platter. Like if you're insecure, here, here's like a million other things to make you feel even worse about yourself. But then on the other hand, it's amazing and it gives so many people so many opportunities. And so it's just, you just have to have, a, you just have to know how to use it, know when to put it down and to just not, th- not think too deeply into it, I think but it's yeah it's it's i have my good days on it and i have i have my bad days but today's a good day i'm feeling good about social media today <laughs> will you share lots from your shoot or are you not sharing anything um we are we are sharing but not it's very um it's one of those ones where it's like take loads of pictures and film loads of stuff but don't post it until it comes <laughs> kind oh of yeah okay sure but, um it's going to be really, really fun. And I, obviously I can't say too much, but when it comes out, it's going to be very, very cute. Very super cute. You really thought that I would have found out? Well, I found out. Keep your dick in your pants and my name in your mouth. Yeah. Better watch out, better stay on them toes. No, no, because I'm with your girlfriend. Should I see if she knows? Yeah. Can't have eyes for everything you see. I love how you also dissect your your songs like on YouTube and on Instagram. How come you decided to do that? Because it's not something I've seen very many artists do like off their own back. Well, that was something that I decided to do because um, I am. I feel like for me, I'm a songwriter, like first and foremost, and I really wanted people to to see that. Um, and I think what I wanted to do was because in interviews, especially like you get asked the same questions like over and over again. So I wanted to basically 
do something where I get to talk about things that I'm not really asked about and like the actual stories of the songs and how it came about and and what the actual like session was like because that's pe like no one gets to see that do you know what I mean like unless you've got like a camera crew with you at all times nobody gets to see what goes on in the f in the studio and I think that's something like really magical and amazing so I kind of wanted to give people a little insight to that and it was also in lockdown where we were like I was just bored and I was like what can we do which is fun so that's kind of how that was that came about and um, I really I really enjoyed doing it it was like it was kind of like our own little like ge you know the genius uh, YouTube series yeah I was like <laughs> okay until they ask me on that I'm just gonna do my own one <laughs> I mean yeah keep doing it until 100% I love it it's so cool and you also started Mazine in lockdown yes I did that was very good that was just honestly another thing where it was just like a fun little creative like output for me and also I think it's so easy to just talk about yourself all the time when you're doing this job of course you're like what can I do to promo myself like what can I do to like make myself look like I'm so busy and I kind of was like I'm bored of talking about myself all the time I want to I want to show like what other people are doing and what other creatives are doing and there's so many amazing like creative women out there and I kind of want to just like put a little shine on on them you know because you're like okay this is my instagram people are sick of seeing my face probably <laughs> so <laughs> I, mean, I kind I of wanted it, to just <laughs> like do some collaborations with some people that i just genuinely like and that was what was really nice is that just came from me and like my genuine interests and what i was listening to and enjoying at that time um so that was really nice to kind of to do that well you continue it now that we're starting to open up well things are starting to open up and we're getting busy know. and stuff i don't know i think about that sometimes when i think some some things are best just like for what they were at that time maybe we'll do, we could do like an, a fun like special edition or something but for now I think because the world is opening up like we have other avenues and other things that we're doing but um it was really really fun and I enjoyed the process so um we'll see I don't know it's not it's not it's not a no so we'll see and on that note who are some women you would like to shout out that are doing cool things at the moment uh, I would like to shout out my makeup artist, Zara Ali. Hey. Zara Hi. MUA, there she is. She's doing my hair right now. Uh, my stylist, Jamie Jarvis, you can't see her, but she's over there with Zara's dog. And this is, it's a very, there she is. <laughs> um, and, oh, there's so many people. It's so hard. I'm listening. Um, what artists do I think are amazing? I think Brie Runway's amazing. I think um, her artistry is just so incredible and like her visuals are so on point and I can't believe she's not like a huge, huge star yet, but I'm sure she will be at some point. Um, and who else? I mean, there's too many, there's too many people to, to name. My mum, shout out Mumsy. Brought me to where I am today. Love her. <laughs> so what is your next year looking like? Do you know? Because I guess it's a bit like, um, we don't really know how things are going to go still, do we? But say everything goes to plan it's looking it's yeah i mean it's looking good i've got some amazing music coming out um like some really fun uh, features happening like I've, i shot a music video like last week which is like the best one i've ever done so exciting a bit of choreography happening which is my new my new my new challenge that i've set myself i'm like i want to dance how's that going <laughs> It's actually going okay. I saw Dua Lipa's Grammy performance and I was like, oh my God, okay. So good. That's the goal. So good. 
it might take me a few years to get there but by the time I'm performing at the Grammys I want to be able to bust some moves you know so that's something that I'm working on and yeah just like a lot more music um which I'm really excited about have you got so you had a tour for April and has that been rescheduled yes so it's been rescheduled for April 2022 which feels like a long way away but it's like I'm sure like when the world opens up again and if everything goes to plan then we will do shows before that but for touring I just want it to be safe and I just want to make sure that like we don't have to reschedule again so that's happening in 2022 um I've got festivals booked I'm doing um standing calling festival uh, Reading in Leeds Isle of Wight um just a few you know so I'm hoping that they go ahead as well I'm literally praying I'm like trying to stay positive I'm like yeah everyone's like I'm not sure if it's it'll happen and I'm like I'm not speaking that into existence I'm like it's going to happen we're going to be in a nice sunny field and it has a warm pint so that will be a warm pint and people like tripping over me and yeah literally give me a pint in a muddy field and I'm happy same same here can't wait so finally what are three pieces of advice that you would give to any aspiring artists um I think I would say honestly just just like carry just like carry on like fighting I think to and like you deserve you deserve to be here and it's gonna feel like you're gonna want to probably give up a few times because you're gonna get told no and you're gonna feel like you're being overlooked and you're not but like just push through all that because it's so worth it and I think um whenever you're sort of whatever you're doubting just do it like that's the that's the hardest part is just like breaking through that first kind of barrier of doubt and going I'm not good enough and I'm not good enough for this like you are but you've just got a the hardest part is just like making the decision to like commit to it and I think once you've done that and you get that tunnel vision then there's like nothing that can stop you you know because I think the people that are the most determined are the ones that really make it it doesn't matter how obviously talent is important but I think that um hard work is is even more so and I think if you really really want it then it's it's yours for the taking but you just gotta like have that tunnel vision so I think just don't give up on yourself and um and don't compare yourself please oh my goodness please don't because <laughs> it's so pointless and so silly so I mean easier said than done but yeah that's a big one as well just try not to compare yourself in your journey to other people because everyone's on their own you know on their own uh, path and what's what is your what is meant to be will be exactly that's so so true amazing advice that was a lot of uh, advice all merged into one perfect the more the better really <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for your time it's been so lovely to have well, you thanks as for a having guest. me this was fun and i can't wait to see what you're working on i can't wait for you to see it it's gonna be very cute <laughs>